0: Evening, everyone. How are you? Thank her be here. Sophia, not with us tonight. Together, we are Talk back with Thana Sophia. This is our last week of, of broadcasting before we break for a break. Uh, and then we'll be back in uh, early January um, with a fresh New Zealand on air proposal to take out some of the journalist funds for $50 million. So. Wish us luck, everybody. But if you'd like to continue the, the show, you can help us along, pay the bills, go to talkback.co.nz and you can make a donation. We've had a few donations, so we are still doing it, which is great. Half of us don't have time and we've got lives, but we turn up every night to turn it over. And we're so happy with our on-demand viewing numbers. They're just fantastic. So um, thank you very much. I'm just going to have a quick one of them. Fabulous. We've got a great uh, lineup tonight. Tim Richards is a DJ and producer. I used to work with him at George FM... And uh, he used to be a booker uh, for nightclubs and also for music festivals. He's going to join us. What's he been up to? Uh, The DJ world has been in limbo with uh, COVID, of course, thanks to the Labor government. I mean, COVID. And uh, so how has he uh, survived and how's his subsidy going? Well, let's ask him. Uh, He's on at around 9.30 tonight. But our first guest uh, is Bomber Bradbury. Every Wednesday, we break breaking down politics. And like Bomber does in a very casual, very cool way. And politics very hot, very hot space to be playing in. And that guy's kicking a ball around every Wednesday. And plus he's got a uh, podcast Mondays, but he'll tell you more about that. It's a bit highbrow and uh, high budget. So uh, anyway, uh, we've got uh, our man here, Benny Mack. How are you, mate? Uh, fresh from live on K Road last night, getting himself a burger at uh, uh, the White Lady.
1: Oh, bloody it. brilliant.
0: Mm. Um,
1: I'm getting a slight audio uh, anomaly, but I think that the technical team are all over it. Uh, that was great. And in fact, I went to another burger joint today on uh, Ponsonby Road, uh, the brand-new Better Burger store.
0: Well, well, well. <sighs> impressed? Uh,
1: I was impressed. Great service, a great product, and it was uh, reasonably priced too. A bit cheaper than the, the White Lady Burger.
0: Wow, sorry about that, mate. I don't know what that was. Yeah. Uh, what happened there, guys? What's going on? Um,
1: I yeah. thought that was one of those like real sort of quick sort of like radio interviews, you know? Well oh, that yeah. was short, short and sharp. Sure.
0: Hey, yeah, uh, but okay. Uh, well, let's talk burgers a bit later on. Uh, but you were here to monitor the uh, the interview. I want to do bring in. Uh, I want to bring in our um, our uh, our guy, Bob Bradbury. What have you got there? Well,
1: that's the burger menu. That's the burger oh, menu. Oh and um, I just thought I'd, you know, zhuzh it up a bit since they didn't spend a lot on printing. So I colored it in a little bit as well.
0: Fantastic. Great effort. Yeah. Lovely.
1: Okay. I could read this book all day.
0: I bet you can. And you can. Uh, our special guest has arrived. Oh, Martin <laughs> <bread.
2: laughs> I wanna I wanna see I wanna see a Benny Mac does burgers live. Yeah, well last night he didn't great, you know, where he just goes out and he gets free burgers. Yeah. He just live streams the ordering, the waiting, the talking, interviewing some of the and then the eating of the burger.
0: I think we need to help him pay the bills. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you, you up for that, mate? I think it's a great idea. What do you reckon? Oh,
1: mate. Well, um, I could do that. Um, I've, I've actually been practicing um, for over thirty years eating uh, burgers um, almost daily, so I know, right. a lot, I know a lot about burgers. And I tell but, you, it's exciting times.
0: The White Lady Bomber is an actual shop on Saint Kevin's Arcade now. So they've got the still, they've got the same old caravan downtown by showgirls, but they've got an actual store now, which is pretty incredible. It's one of those
2: beautiful places in, inside Auckland that's worth knowing about and going to late mm. at night. Absolutely. It's in my eyes, gentlemen.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's open till 2 a.m. weeknights and on uh, Saturday morning, uh, Sunday morning, you know, th- uh, Friday night, Saturday night, open till 4, I believe. 4 so. a.m., And the place is immaculate. It's got like an A A star food rating. And I tell you, the staff are friendly and generous.
0: Who could ask for anything more? Thank you very much, mate. We'll check in with you and Burger Chat a bit later on in the program. It's the White Lady. World famous burgers. Fantastic. Okay. So, mate, um, a week in politics. I think, I actually, I more than think, I think the new national leader. Boy, oh boy, is he wowing the country! This guy has got this guy. He's, got, he's got, a, got a little bit of show, a little bit of dancing with the stars. He's got a little bit of mastermind and a little bit of um, lifestyle rich and famous.
2: It's funny, isn't it? Because he's been sold as the second coming of Christ, but he's just amazingly. He's having oh, he's so good. He's so much better. And it's like I think we need to just remind ourselves. The couple of previous National Party leaders were so bad. I mean, the only reason he looks this good is because, in comparison, he managed to get to the lectern without falling over, exploding, and lacerating some bats and children. I (laughs) mean, the only reason,
0: right? Because everyone else was so bad before him. So... We mustn't look back, though, Bomber. We mustn't look back. We must look forward, and I look forward this week. And I went and got myself a hair cap, and the hairdresser said to me, "You've come in for a Luxon, haven't you?" And I said, "Absolutely, give me one right now." So I mean, I feel a million dollars. Make that twenty. And I think that's ultimately that's ultimately <clears throat> that's
2: ultimately what what Luxon is about, right? He is a great sales pitch. For an overseas vacation that you're never gonna be able to <laughs> And I think that, that there's a great story, an urban legend about John Key and before he, he launched his candidacy. They yeah. wanted to know how much money, and they put a poll out in the field, how much money was too much money before New Zealanders felt, nah, you stole that money, didn't you? And the amounts were 50 million, 100 million, 150 million and 200 million now it's rumoured that Key's worth 200 million overwhelmingly Kiwis in the urban mm. world, all said by 50 million if you earn over 50 million you didn't earn it you stole it and so when John Key launched he was rumoured to be worth 50 million that's how they, they launched him And he always dressed down and he always knew and understood that New Zealanders have this love-hate relationship with wealth. 50 million, ah, you earned it, good for you. Salt of the the earth sort of people. More than 50, no, you probably stole it. And the problem for Luxon is that for him, his blessings have all been given to him because of Jesus. And so he boasts about those blessings just like Brian Tamaki does. And he won't shy away from the luxury life that he has because those are the blessings of Jesus. And so I think ultimately, he's going to be a very empty salesman to an electorate that he's going to find very difficult to reach, I think.
0: Well you're only thinking, I, I, I think he's got a real shot at leading the National Party to victory. I'm not sure if I want them to win, but I'm pretty much, I feel, yeah, like most New Zealanders yes. are just dissatisfied with our current um, operator. And uh, yep, 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 yep. But I think I think I, I think I think you know how many have they got, they, how many years in are they, are they is, is there an election next year or the year after? Uh, the, 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 the election yeah. is in twenty twenty three. Right, it just feels like they've done two years already. You know, <laughs> feels like they've they're at their last year. And, and we're just like, give us an election already.
2: Oh, uh, I God. think here's, 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 here's where I think it's, it's. I mean, here's where I think that it's it's it's, it's problematic for him, OK? Um, Labor took 200,000 mainly 45-year-old women away from uh, National in 2020. And Luxon has to appeal to those voters, those, those women voters, and those women voters, they see in Jacinda someone that they want to be, a leader that they are inspired, they are empowered by. And a rich CEO who is a handmaid's tail level anti abortionist trying to win over that group of women. But you know, I don't no. see yeah, it happening. So, so then you would argue, then you would argue, okay, if, they, if you can't win the woman, what about the men? Well, let's go have a look at the male vote. That act party, 18 to 49 male, is through the roof, right? And I would argue that the numbers are so great. That's not just a protest vote. That's a philosophical change of direction for those males. And will Christian Dad win them back to national? I don't think they will. I don't think, I don't think Christian Dad will win those 18 to 49 angry white men who are voting act right we now. I not seen Australia.
0: We haven't seen what Arsenal he's carrying. We haven't seen a lot of policy. Uh, we've That's seen- because he
2: doesn't have any. That's because no. he doesn't have any.
0: He will have policy. It's going to happen. Look, he
2: hasn't shown his cards yet. I think Jesus has told him that he's yeah. going to run and win, and so he's off on his little adventure with his magical flying. You
0: are playing up all the stereotypes Yes. Yeah. well, why not? Why not? This is, what happened, not? To this is what happened to Todd Muller. The media uh, dragged him down. Uh, so his anxiety... Muller imploded.
2: Muller imploded. Judy yep. imploded. Yep. The, only the, media, yep. the only reason Luxon has won.
0: Yeah.
2: The only reason Luxon is won is because he's not Simon Bridges. That's the only reason.
0: Look at hes the yes. best person. Can I just say... Let's go back to the female boat. Yeah. When she's going through school and we've met uh, girls that we've liked and maybe they're a little bit younger or whatever, they've always gravitated to the aspirational fella. He's a little bit older, he's self-sufficient, he's got the cool car, he's got disposable income to take him wine and dine you. You know what I mean? They love, I don't want to say sugar daddy, but they love someone who's got their shit together and clearly – this guy, Luxon, has. And should we be putting down his achievements and success? We live in a country of opportunity. Uh, we are entrepreneurs, we're hustlers, and we're very aspirational. So, I mean, I think there are a lot of yeah, people who love be
2: we, 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 we are
0: absolutely those things. But
2: we're also a people who's just gone through a unique event like COVID, which bound us all together and created a solidarity that we forgot about. Mm-hmm. And Jacinda has kept us safe, and she has kept the hospitalisation rates down and she's been able to provide summer. I think that once people get out into the summer that they've been promised, that grumpiness and that frustration and that tiredness with it all will go, you know what, she did a pretty good job. And I still think there's a gratitude vote out there that will give Labour the 2023 election. Because you know, I'm they, sure, they got us through Delta. They I'm sure...
0: Your hope is that's going to be the kind of chatter casually around the um, the food bank this summer. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't think they're going to be talking about the, I don't think they're going to be talking about Luxon. Let's go through the messages here. Uh, Ryan says, what has Luxon done to deserve the optimism of what he'll do with National? Interesting. Ryan Abbott, ACT as the new bro party. I think ACT has got its uh, act together, that's for sure. And uh, Luxon is a possum in headlights. Ardern's going to chew him up big time. How do you think uh, they went in Parliament? Um, this oh, look, again, again, look, he is, he is doing an absolute solid job mm. of being a
2: reasonable opposition right he said the right things he didn't screw it up amazingly you know look compare again compared to the horror show that it's been for the last two years mm. he's a breath of fresh air but i don't believe ultimately they know where new zealand wants to go see it's he Luxon wants to talk about you know small government and getting out of the way and letting this go and and da, 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 da. People don't want to hear about small government when they're terrified and frightened of a plague that they haven't seen before. People are running to the state for protection. They're not running away from the state. So I think ultimately national... Nationals still don't know what it is they stand for other than stopping Labour from being in power. And that's, you know, until they actually come up with a reason why those 45-year-old women, those 200,000 who left National in 2020 and went to, to Jacinda and in uh, such huge and solid numbers, how does Luxon coax them back? And I just don't think he can, and I don't <laughs> think he's going <laughs> to win the, the mail votes back from Acts. Yeah. Where, I, where I do think he'll get a bump in the polls very, very early on is if you look at New Zealand politics there's always about four and a half percent of the Christian vote, which just gets wasted because none of the vote goes to anywhere that's able to get over five percent. So he'll actually gain, I think, a Christian vote will come to national because he's such an over Christian and he'll get a slight bump, a
0: couple of points, but that will be because they're bringing more people into the. I board. heard Luxon on national radio saying he's a non-practicing Christian. Oh, well, I think that they're, <laughs> whatever.
2: <laughs> I look, look, I, I I you can believe whatever you like, I don't care. That's your right, you're absolutely fine to do that. But when you're making decisions using science to decide social policy, I want to know whether or not the person making that decision believes the earth is seven and a half thousand years old and has a literal interpretation of the Bible. And, and believes that the end times are coming. See, I want to know whether or not someone <laughs> believes crazy things like that and speaks in tongues. That matters to me. That's something I'd go,
0: hmm. You oh. you, you're pitching him as Ron Hubbard, you know. Um, is it the right guy? Is it the Scientology guy, you know? Um, uh, Isagenix, what was is it? I'm, I'm not sure. You've taken IQ? T- lyrics, you know? yeah, yeah, t- yeah, yeah, yes,
2: yeah. Um, um, evangelical Christianity believes some wacky stuff, right?
0: Yeah. That the end times are coming. No, you're doing this. Reaction. You're pushing on them. You're pushing on them and you're playing it up. You're just oh my my fear I'm fear. consumed. I'm consumed. I just um, want to, I want to know. Daniel writes, how aggressive will ACT be in negotiating a coalition? What's your thoughts on that? Oh, my God, uh, you, you
2: you talk to any of the ACT people, they are fucking focused like laser beams. Mm. They want change. They don't just want to change a government. They want to change in the direction of the government. Um, if there is a negotiation between ACT and National ACT, will get everything they want and then yeah. some.
0: And yeah. Okay. Uh, another question here. Selina saying there are some extremist Christians. Not every Christian is like
2: that. Of course, of it's course good. not. Most Christians are beautiful, loving people. I know many. They're wonderful. They reach out to you. They say, "Amen and blessings to you." But there are some crazy There people who believe in crazy stuff. And Chris Luxon went to the upper the, the upper room, which was a, a a very elite evangelical Christian church. And they believe some wacky things up there, and I think it matters if you're making decisions for everyone, those decisions are being influenced by wackiness.
0: I do. I think it's important. Darren writes: "Bomber's worst nightmare: Lux and Seymour government, 2023." What do you reckon? Oh, I think, I think, I think that. Um,
2: national and act joining forces uh, in winning the election would see a cavalcade of fundamental change and a right-wing revolution the likes we probably haven't seen since uh, Roger Douglas in power with, with the Labour 4th government. Um, it would be an incredibly radical right-wing government. And this is, again, one of the reasons why I think it's going to be so difficult for Luxon to be able to win over those centrist female voters from Labour, because a Luxon Seymour government would be so hard right. If you implemented half of ACT's policies, you'd start an actual race war. One of their policies is to remove all the Māori electorate seats. (laughs) <laughs> do you think the Māori, Do you think Māoridom would simply accept having their seats taken off of them by act? No, they wouldn't. There'd be a bloody civil war. So When, your policy, as well. when your policy platform would, might actually start off a civil war, um, I think I think voters will back off. I think that will scare the bejesus out of the
0: middle. Yeah, okay. Uh, Tina Aroha writes, the people don't vote. These Freemasons have already elected that person. Thank you very good much. Good point. Good point. If Luxon was a potential date, financially stable, smooth talk with a smile, bald, can be sexy, not bad, uh, then he opens his mouth and it's all downhill from there. I don't think that's fair. I think everything he said this week is pretty much on brand for National. I think he's done a very, very good job. He just needs to keep continue to write the ship. Hayden Brown, is Luxon named after the soap? Thank you, Hayden. Um, Tina Arena back. Tina Arnhardt, no way to Luxon. Here's another John Keys. John had a very successful running government. He left on his own accord. Uh, what else have we got? Ryan, will National decide to turn on ACT after all? National has given ACT its electorate all these years. Will National get jealous? Well, here's the, and here's the problem
2: politically for National, Right. Mm If they try and outright act by going out there with some crazy, over-the-top, redneck nonsense to try and take votes off Act, again, that's going to scare the bejesus out of that female middle electorate, right? Mm Who will just go, I am certainly not voting for these nutters. So if if National tries to outburn right-wing crosses with Act, they lose that centre ground. But if they just chase the centre ground, they're going to get hit by not being able to pick up any points for Mac. So it's a very difficult job that Luxon now has to play to appease his angry
0: voting. I mean, he's, got a, he's got a lot of material. I mean, you know, just has, yes, followed the rules strictly and yes, COVID could have been a mess here, but hasn't been a mess here. Oh yep, there's the uh, there's a the soap. Luxon yep. gotcha. Um but come on, mate. Uh he's got a lot of material to work with, right? I mean she hasn't delivered on Anything that's not COVID. And even then, she was given the opportunity to let us out early. Um, Ministry of Health guy, you know, short fellow with the glasses says, let them go, let's go to Orange Light, let's go and do that. She didn't do it. She was just like, nah, let's play it really cautious now, even though the hospitals were overrun, you know, numbers were decreasing. It's not about. but
2: But we didn't want to see the possibility of this getting into under vaccinated. Uh, communities around the country and by stretching it out a couple of weeks we get those vaccination rates up um, yes it's been ultra cautious but you've got to be ultra cautious with a fucking vaccine with a, with a, with a, with a, with a virus like this once it gets away from you it's all bloody over So, yes, they've been overtly cautious, but you are also absolutely right. She hasn't delivered on housing. She hasn't delivered on poverty. She hasn't been able to deliver on wage uh, conditions. She certainly hasn't been able to do anything about affordable housing. Uh, we have real problems with our public education system. We have real problems with our public health system. A lot of the work... That needs to be done to get New Zealand working again and healthy again just hasn't been done because everything's been on COVID. But to be fair, I can't imagine many governments who have been able to continue their other agendas while protected from COVID. Right? This is the and this comes back to the oh, she did a good job, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, in the United States, Biden couldn't uh, sort the COVID thing out. So that's run away on him. Yeah. He told Americans he could. And that was a huge political mistake. No one trusts the guy now. But yeah. Yeah. he has sorted out a couple of the, the other things that he said he was going to do. So he puts himself in a, I don't know if he's going to survive an, another run. I'm, I'm not sure. So you're calling it a Labour uh, government aren't you, after 2023.
2: Oh, my, my 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 feel is that it will be a, a Labor-Green government in 2023.
0: What's with oh. green? Do they, are the Are they still liberating? Is their mailbox like, all clogged up? Are they returning calls? they got a heartbeat, a pulse. They're
2: so engrossed in identity politics and so engrossed in calling each other out on identity politics, and so engrossed in intersectionism as a base position from which they start from. They're so involved in that that everything else just seems to have gone past them. Um, They're a a pressure valve for the left now. Um, In terms of being able to achieve anything, not really. Um, They want to have lots of hooys,
0: lots of hugs. Uh, who is, who is the core? Who is the core of the green membership? Who's follow, who's voting for these turkeys?
2: Um, oh, it's 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 very young. It's millennial. Um, it's 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 uh, middle class people. The kids of of wealthy National Party parents who rebelled against mum and dad, but couldn't go all the way over to Labor, and so went to the Greens instead. Uh, very aesthetic. Very middle class. Very well educated. Insufferable. Um, Totally insufferable and capable of playing the hard game that is politics. Um, too nice, and I think in negotiating anything with Labor post the twenty twenty three election, they'll get nothing. They'll just because they're just not very good at it.
0: Do you think Chloe will end up being the leader? It's inevitable. Oh, one. I think
2: Chloe has to be the leader. I think if there's any hope for the gov- for for the Greens whatsoever, uh, it's Chloe as leader. Um, mm-hmm. And allowing her to direct some of the policy and some of the negotiations, she's hard as steel, um, and she's the real mustard. She's she's she
0: can run rings around people, right? She's a great speaker. Very oh, speaker.
2: amazing, amazing! She's yeah. and, 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 and very articulate, very yeah. intelligent, and she's across policy stuff. So um, I think that she's the she's the future. She's absolutely the future.
0: If Ardern decides not to run as leader next election, uh, she's off to the UN to make some bank. Um, how will that affect the next election, do you reckon, from Daniel?
2: Um, there's a lot of talk about what she's intending to do and whether or not she'd stick it through a third term. Um, my, my feel, and this is just me, but my feel is that she is actually quite competitive and the idea of beating Helen Clark's uh, three years and going mm-hmm. for four I think would be something that she would certainly be interested in, and then seeing where the dice, where where, where, where things land after that. Um, but also, I think the timing if she was going to go for the UN, she'd probably want to wait a couple of turns right now and make a play of it as the first female in four years' time. Uh, I think that's probably where she would would Do You
0: think her. she would take a knighthood or a dame damehood or whatever? Do you think she'd be dame? Um, Jacinda Ardern, and and we'd have like a Sir Clark Gayford. Do you think that would be on the cast? Do you think they're their type, that type of people? I don't think she is, actually.
2: Right. I think, I don't, I think she'd turn that down. I don't think she'd take a Dave Hood. And although everybody would want her to, Mm. I don't think that she'd take, I just don't think that's her. I don't think that's her. And in terms of Clark, I've, I've, he's never struck me as someone who would, would, would want a title like that either.
0: Yeah. Okay. Hey, let's, let's check in with uh, Benny Mack, our fact checker now. Benny, um, off you go, So, What have you got going on? There?
1: Yeah, so um, Luxon, obviously, we've um, realised that he is uh, the analogy of a cleaning product, and yes. uh, obviously there's a lot of – Uh, it's sort of what the programming that the elites are doing at the moment. They're they're using uh, symbology. So this is a metaphor for cleaning out the house. Uh, He's obviously a former uh, CEO of, uh, what's it called, Unilever. So he's using that uh, leverage to universally lever you. Uh, It's a a changing of the guards. And I've got a feeling that um, Sir Clark – would actually go for it. Um, he would like to be knighted. We all know he likes um, spears and knives and things. So I think knighting would be really nice. Um, I mean, Jacinda, Dan hasn't she got like a frigate named after her? So if you got a frickin' frigate, I reckon uh, hanging out with the Queen—that's the, the next honourable step, if isn't you, it? You want to get
0: one with the Queen? You better hurry up, I reckon. Cheapest, cheapest, Creepers, if you're do that. Um, let's uh, go through the comments. Ryan Abbott, uh, yes, Green has moved away from Green and has tried to put out Liberal and Labour Party uh, to get votes. Chloe cares about some of the uh, sc- uh, the old school stuff like Herb, but it's all about social issues and not so much about deep green, blah, 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 ideology. So, yeah, I suppose they have uh, gone a little off-brand. They've got a bit boring, you know what I mean? It looks like... It's like Saatchi and Saatchi gave them some um, branding and stuff, and now they've kind of, like, withdrawn their uh, free, you know, hospitality and they're on their own, and now it's done by committee, you know, all in paint, Microsoft paint. It's really disappointing. Izzy Beer, we're over there. Um, By the way, nice to see you goes live and covering off different perspectives. Thank you very much. Uh, Another quick one message here. What's the strategy for Luxor moving forward? Chase the working class, like Keith. I I say yes. I think we haven't seen – he hasn't even shown his cards yet. This is early days. So I think he's going to be out there really campaigning, but he's got an essence of leadership. You know, that is a leader. He looks like a leader, and he he looks like a winner. So uh, people – I mean, he's – I think it's difficult
2: for National to credibly argue – we will lift the underclass up because we're still very remembering of how John Key put the underclass in there and bedded it in. And I don't think that they'll be able to fight on social issues. I think they'll have to try and fight on the things that made people grumpy about Labour and I think they'll try and hold on to those things rather than promising any great, you know, I, I can't see them promising 50,000 affordable houses or anything like that or more money Maybe
0: they're going to blow your mind and actually come through with something like that have you thought about that hey look
2: look sure sure they might you know but based on their past history and based on what he's come up with so far
0: can you judge national by its past now well uh, I think you you judge political parties by their past absolutely Mm.
2: Um, um, I don't think that he just walking into that suddenly changes everything.
0: Um, I think they'll have some. Broome, his teams. new broom, you know, he got elected, undefeated type thing. Is like, this is the guy who's going to be it. They had a chart. Uh, you know, he's a new guy. Uh, everything about him is new. I think they're just going to. Maybe they need a new logo as well. Maybe drop the blue. you got a problem with blue, don't you?
2: It's like um, it's like a pilot being at Air New Zealand for a year and then saying, okay, I've been here a year. I want to be the CEO now. And everyone goes, okay, make him the CEO. Same thing with Luxon. He's been here one year, one year, and oh, he's now the leader.
0: You know, who, you know who reminds, that reminds me of? Jacinda Ardern. Didn't she win it out of a lucky dip as well?
2: Uh, I think there was a phenomenal difference between... Jacinda getting the position and Luxon getting the position. Luxon got the position because uh, Judith Collins' spite nutters sided up with the Liberal Mueller traitors to spite vote Luxon in so that it would screw Simon Bridges over. Luxon's leadership is built upon malice cowardice and spite. That's, that's the winning combination for National. It's a winning combination.
0: Yeah, I mean, Jacinda, it was, it was one of those, they put a loser up. Was it Shira? Oh, no, it was the other guy, wasn't it? Shira was one. Shira, Cunless. Cunless. Brutal. They didn't have a leader, and then they kind of just said, uh, hot potato, hot potato, give it to her. She's she's some advertising agency or consultant said, you got to put Jacinda up. Now's her time. We, let's do this. and then okay. But
2: she had been an been MP for, what, three terms before that?
0: No one, knew, no one knows anything about being a real government. They had no experience at it, but they swept into power, did nothing, wasted a lot of time and money, and then COVID came along and saved their asses. And because she's such an incredible communicator and so well media trained and tuned, her brand has literally saved her. Yeah, yeah. You know? Lucky her. Lucky her. And whereas Luxon turning
2: up, it's slick, it's flash, it's like a sales pitch for a BMW. It's got that kind of warmth to it. But beyond it, you go, I can't afford a fucking BMW. Why am I staring at this advert again? And that's the
0: reality. I can't afford I can't afford what he's selling. can't afford what he's selling. Never stop being aspirational. That's the thing, Bomber. You know, keep working hard, striving. You'll get there one day. It might not be a new one, but you'll get yourself that BMW. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, Maxa, how many of the women vote uh, can Luxon keep if um, they aren't anti abortion? Is he anti abortion? Or what's his deal? What's his deal there? I I genuinely don't know, Bomber. Is he anti abortion?
2: Oh, shit, yeah he's, yeah, yeah, he's because because his evangelical happy clappy throw your hands in the like you just don't care, bathed in the blood of lamb of Jesus. I mean, no, they all, yeah, anti, handmaidens' tail level anti-abortionist. And I just don't see that having any appeal to 45-year-old woman living in the provinces who like buying an electric car right? I don't see any appeal there. They're going to look at it and go no thanks. And I just don't see him winning votes back from ACT. So it's, you know, they, 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 they might get to 32. That's it.
0: Hey, having Luxon in uh, the spotlight hasn't done um, amazing things for uh, David Seymour, but everybody's improved their game, right? Great uh, day in Parliament when everyone went head-to-head. Everyone was articulate and pretty sharp. I think mean, Jacinda blew them all away at the end of the day. That's what the papers say anyway. But everyone's up their game. Do you think How hard is David uh, Seymour really going to try? I mean, because he could wrestle. He could throw a couple of memes out, right, and wrestle uh, some spotlight back. That guy's going to have to work triple hard now, isn't he? I, I think
2: that when we get into next year's free speech debacle, and this is this is just going to be awful, when we get there and the left put up all of their activist space and they come forward and they say, this is what we are going to determine as hate speech, and suddenly the police are going to be knocking on your door asking you, thank Kirby, when you wrote in 2016 on Facebook, Ba 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 What was in your heart? Did you have hate in your heart, thing? Because it's hate speech if you had hate in your heart. So, and people will not understand why the fuck the police are turning up on their door, asking them about things they've posted years ago on social media. Because that's what the law will allow for people to dob you into the police and have them investigate you for things that you've said on Facebook. Now, now we all know. But the We're way, talking about a Labour government though, right? Yeah, I mean, this, is, this is the Labour government, right? Yeah, yeah. This is, this is going to happen under the Labour government and I think that ACT is going to tear that to shreds. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to own that issue. I mm-hmm. think that they have been owning that issue for the last three years. I think that the woke activists keep handing the right wing all this hate speech ammunition, which they fight back at us and people will freak out about hate speech laws where you can be criminalise and put in jail for God's sakes. Mm. So um, I think that Act is going to tear that issue up next year and that's where they will eclipse national. They'll actually take votes off.
0: I mean, yeah. least- we're living in some weird socialist, communist, control freak uh, government uh, but we don't um, get any of the good we stuff. Were, that- we were. Yeah, but right. I know you do, but we, we're not getting any of the good stuff that comes with everybody being the same. Blah Blah, 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 right? We, yeah. We're getting all the control. Well, where, where's, the, where's the free education and the free health, right? The good the, stuff. Where's, where's the stuff. supermarket? Where's my right to afford a house? Where's my yeah. education? Where's all my... We don't get any of the good stuff. We just it's get the all. Control.
2: It's, it's all the low-hanging fruit of identity politics, and because that's the, 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 the current frission and that's what the activist base are all excited about. Everything is focused on there rather than building more houses, making sure jobs are more secure. Yep. Sure people have, you know, their rights protected, Making sure, like the benefits of being a citizen, right? And all we want to do is expand new powers to whack people we don't like with. And that's just, yeah. that's not what the fucking state's supposed to be there for. It's supposed to be bettering people's lives, not right. whacking people for shit, you know?
0: Hey, and also the fact that, what was I going to say, that um, if we talked about uh, natural remedies for Covid, as opposed to an alternative to vaccination, I'm double jabbed. But listening to people who aren't jab- double jabbed, and, and they're making, you know, they've got they've got a debate. Some want uh, are waiting for more natural stuff as opposed to all the stuff they're putting in that vaccination. If we went down a rabbit hole on this subject, it would be ta- we'd this video would be deleted from YouTube. You know, the control extends to the message, and the message from this government and the world is immunisation, and that's it. There's no looking at alternatives. News media will not look at any, any types of alternatives or invite or open that kind of conversation. Do you think that's a bit weird? I, I
2: think that it is exceptionally dangerous when you have the state stepping in with the power to decide what can be and can't be discussed Mm. I think that's an incredibly fucking slippery slope right Um, because we've seen governments use these powers externally and overseas it's not about bloody shutting down debate that's endangering people it's about shutting down criticism of the government Um, I think that we've got to uh, trust ourselves to have the spaces where people can talk about what they want to talk about and bring up issues that they want to bring up, yeah. and, 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 and be part of a, a media uh, landscape mm. that is a true liberal progressive democracy, and that means that you are tolerant of people's views that you disagree with, right? Now, yes. I don't agree with uh, a lot of anti-vaxxers, Mm. Um, I don't, I've read a lot of their arguments I've read a lot of the stuff I don't believe they understand the science that they're talking about I think that a lot of their ideas have been put together by algorithms that have generated that stuff and people are really going deep. I think there are better explanations as to what's going on than a shadowy one world government who's using free 5G technology to spread a virus around. Um I, I, but, 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 but we should be able to have a robust enough space and place where those discussions can be had, right? Yeah. Because you don't want the government stepping in and going, this is allowed, this isn't allowed. Um, and, and and unless obviously that the content is in of itself illegal, yeah, you know, child pornography, violence, mm. that sort of thing.
0: But in terms of ideas and people being out, when there, you say government, can you say Labour government as well? Can you just yeah, right? Well, well, hey, look, any government, right? This is not just a I, I don't I, I don't want the Labour government
2: or a National government or an ACT government having mm-hmm. those kind of powers. But we do need to have rules that keep vulnerable members of our society safe, right? And I
0: think that we can do that. Yes. that. We can do that in a way that also protects free speech. Okay. Thank you very much, mate. It's been very nice talking to you. Always. All right. Right. We'll see you again. Hey, give me your, your um, MediaWorks-owned uh, podcast, a
2: hey. uh, 7.30 live on the Daily Blog. Um, this week's show, it's the end of the year special with Dr. Bryce Edwards and Jerry Brownlee. Oh,
0: gosh. Okay. Well done, mate. You deserve it. Thank you very much. All the best. See ya. All right, mate. All right. Bye bye. Talk back with fan Sophia wants to put you in the draw for a box of Lover Pie Pies. Here's the incentive. We want to grow this beautiful community. All you are got to do is share the show. Share the show on Facebook. One share is one entry into a delicious box of Lover Pie Pies that will draw this Friday. Uh, just rounding off over there at uh, nine forty one. Um, your hot take on that, Benny boy?
1: Oh my god! Uh, yep, it's uh, it's it's all down to the AI. I mean, I've been down to PB Tech here. Um, they they know what's happening. Uh, we basically we're going to plug in all the themes f- for tonight's show into the algorithm, and it's just horrifying what we've got out. It looks like the future is bleak. However, um, However, if we um, give up and give to the algorithm, if we if we basically surrender ourselves later to, the, to algorithm, the algorithm, it yeah. will spare us for now.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> Thanks, Max. We'll check in a bit later on. G'day, Tim Richards. How's uh, going?
3: Hey, thank you. How are you? Hey, Thank How are you?
0: Good, mate. I was just talking politics there, casually,
3: you know. I quite enjoyed it, actually. A lot of those comments from Bomber I, uh, I agreed with. Yeah, they, they made a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, it does make a lot of sense, but you know, it's boring if he says the same thing every week, so I've got to kind of, like, give him a little but, bit of
3: mix the- them up, Mix him up, throw him a few curveballs. Yeah. Balls. yeah. yeah I, I appreciate that.
0: Have um, you just joined us, everybody? We're, we're- to, with tim richards here uh, dj producer and were you booking like artists for festivals and stuff
3: yeah that was in a former life yeah i was working yeah. at rhythm and vines in a former life and now i've made the transition to traffic management which is a complete normal career path from nightclubs to road cones absolutely it's totally normal to me fantastic look at all those records behind you holy moly thanks mate yeah so they're slowly taking out slowly taking over the house
0: um, any kids or anything like that? What's happened uh, in the last... I haven't seen you in, like, years. No,
3: there's a, there's, a, there's a dog
0: floating around here somewhere. Are you still with the running?
3: Yes, yes. Oh. Still still doing Still my kind of uh, sanity, I guess. Fantastic. That's the best way to describe it.
0: And what about... Um, do you, who do you catch up with? Have you seen anybody we know? Uh, a bit but only kind of when I'm out
3: working so obviously DJ wise hasn't really happened for the last, last few months uh, yeah. Mr. Mr. Booker uh, Mr. Leon D uh, Lee you, you mate Lee every now and then um, Asher from, from George a little bit as well um, but yeah I guess so kind of only when I'm out I tend to be that guy that you know it's quite funny ironic. years ago I used to walk out of Ink Bar at 8am and look at the runners and go what the hell are you doing and now I'm the guy running past Ink Club walking out and people come out and go what the hell are you doing so yeah. uh, life's kind of done a bit of a circle.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen. I've seen. Oh, I think Lee and Bevan I've spoken to on the phone and, and whatnot. But it's been just a very. I think everybody's kind of kept to themselves. Well, we've been forced to keep to ourselves. <laughs>
3: you'd, you'd hope. so. You'd hope so. You'd hope. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly. yeah. I remember when I. I
3: remember when I had a radio show before Clark, which was Yeah.
0: Exactly, you did absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. I did. Um, And so, are you DJing up there at all? Uh, No, um,
3: I do do a little bit at Saint Alice, probably two or three times times a month now. Uh, Nice. Yeah, it's a great little spot. I mean, I uh, I'm continually buying records now. It's a it's a a hobby. So for me, it's all about having an opportunity to showcase all this Mm -hmm. stuff back here.
0: And what what is your so the people who are new to you? um, What is your style of music? What's your genre? What are you loving still?
3: Mate, it, it, it goes all the way from like uh, House, which obviously I've been doing yeah. for a very, very long time, through to to gospel stuff, to funk, soul, disco. So, like, I just kind of enjoy uh, a chance to share music that I like, really. It's not, I don't really try and overcomplicate it. I did, did that for a very, very long time yeah. in my younger days. And now it's just like, look, these are records that I like, and I get to play them, and that's pretty cool.
0: Well, that's great and what about so St. Alice's got that um, they've only got vinyl players don't they
3: that yeah it so uh, yeah, that, that's all I that's all I I don't bother with anything digital these days I'm just collecting records and, and playing records really
0: gee how about that in a
3: world of digital you've gone the other way You been- oh you know I've never I've never conformed to the normal thing you know that that's true that's true yeah <laughs> oh, that's I, true. I have, at least I'm being consistent you know yeah,
0: so you yeah if anyone's been consistent it's bloody well you yeah, exactly cool. Um, yeah no I do, do miss having um you know kind of I was doing radio for a wee while and then I kind of left to go to Bali and kind of um you know I spent about a year there I think and then I was like it was just too hot I sweated constantly and I didn't have anything you're not you're not built for heat though, are you saying I know, no way oh my god and um yeah so I'm back here now and, and doing this kind of thing so yeah it's it's good, good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean. no. I'm, I'm I'm enjoying it. Life's good. Um, I do you find are you going out now that everything's open?
3: Uh, yeah, well, it was quite interesting. I was in um, Christchurch for work last week, uh, while Auckland was still in level three, uh, and I went out for for a couple of beers. While well, I was like, "Mate, I'm in Christchurch. It would be kind of rude not to go out for yeah. a beer." Um, so that that was nice, but. I went to, uh, I was in Bunnings not long after it opened up and mm. there was this weird sense of social anxiety mm. because, like, you know COVID's going to be in the room somewhere, uh, but that wasn't when I was in, I didn't have that sense of social anxiety when mm. I was in Christchurch. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so going out a bit, like first-time DJing this weekend, which will which will be fun, uh,
0: but, yeah, not, not charging out. Um, yeah. The problem is when everybody gets intoxicated, like, you know, masks come off, the check-ins don't kind of happen, people need to be prompted. Yeah. Uh, that type of stuff. And that's when I kind of like – I had a big Sunday session and that's when it was like – That's unlike you. Yeah, no, still yeah. doing it. So it's yeah. like, oh, You are You're your consistent too, mate. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I've got one of the longest-running season in New Zealand music history. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so when people are really drunk, the, it all goes out the door. And yeah. that's kind of when I reckon COVID sneaks in, you know what I mean? I think that's yeah. an opportunity. You just, like, it's, it's, like, like, it's like that sneaky ex-girlfriend
3: in the back room, and when they see those slurry texts, she'll, yeah. she'll oh, hey, how
0: are you? Hey, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> hey. yeah, but it, also there's just so many unlinked uh, cases that it's like it's out there. And so I think people have just got to continuously keep on top of it, right? Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's
3: a very, I mean, in the industry that I work in now, it's a very real thing. Mm. Um, you know, we've got people within our business that have chosen not to be vaccinated, which is perfectly fine. Um, and then we need to learn how to manage that. You know, like yeah. I, I had I an had interesting experience. We were going to go to paintball for a Christmas party this weekend. Mm. And obviously our group is too big to go to paintball so um, he gave us two options either you've got one option only vaccinated people can come or the other option is you can have two teams one vaccinated one unvaccinated and I was like That's really tempting. Yeah. But that's not the game we should be playing. So we're just going to go to the beach and have a few beers.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. And I tell you what, though, there are people who are not going to get the jab uh, who are losing their jobs. You know, I know a couple of people, if they've got to get rid of people at downsize, it's the um, anti vaccinated people that go first. And life is getting real small for them. They can't go to the gym. They can't do this. They can't go to Christmas parties uh, and jobs that they've had. This guy's got a job. 17 years at the same company. Yeah. And because he won't go for it, he can – it's just – nah, it's over for him. Yeah. Um, we've got Benny. He's uh, standing by here. This is our fact check. I'll just bring him back in the show. Benny, what's happening to me? Yeah,
1: buddy. Well, um, I hear what you're saying about people, uh, you know, having to change jobs and – this that and the other. I tell you some people are really happy in their jobs and I tell you unemployment's I, I guess is it at an all-time high? I don't, I, I don't know but anyway um, check this out spotted in Kaikoura Ka- uh, mm-hmm. the happiest road worker uh, in New Zealand. Well, wow, look at
2: this.
0: person
1: waving I see what's happening uh, yeah 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 that's pretty that's pretty nice you know I mean that's that's job satisfaction you know
3: but look where she is as well like would you how can you not be
1: happy
0: in that location
1: I think she's just just uh, enjoying an opportunity to just really spread a bit of that aroha. Cool.
0: Yeah, it's my worst nightmare, though. That looked like 26 degrees heat, um, going 30, and almost close that jacket. I'd say mate, moving just to get some air. <laughs> at least it, it was not Bali, mate. Like, imagine
3: being a road worker in Bali. You'd yeah. be, mind you, I don't really think they have such a thing over there, to be fair.
0: They've got, they've got this thing in Bali, it's called Nepi and it's a festival for some god or something or other, and for two days they switched the national internet off. Uh, and you can't make calls in and out of the bloody place. Uh, they would, they would try to do the power, but so many people were, you know, would die. And um, you can't leave your house, and there's police patrolling, and you're going to spend two days inside with the ones you love. And it's that, that sounds like lockdown. Yeah, I mean, that's said it. They were doing lockdown way before us doing lockdown. You know, so. that's
3: typical Bali. You do everything there first, and then bring it back home. <laughs>
0: And it's run by cartels, and uh, you know, and then, you know, you can buy your way out of prison if you want. Uh, you can have day passes. Uh, that's easy. And if you're in prison, like, and I'm not saying if, like if you, I'm not, am I'm, I'm talking about maybe low-level drugs, marijuana. Yeah. I mean, if you get, if you pay that guy off at the door, you go across the road to the bakery grab a couple of things to eat and come back in and then, you
3: know. Can we just clarify, you said you've been in Bali. Is this a first-hand experience <laughs> I mean, or are you just something you make, something um, Dave Hull told you or something like that? <laughs> it sounds like something Dave Hull would do.
0: Oh, absolutely. Dave's good. Um, he now works for a radio station called Today FM and he's an executive producer for Duncan Garner Ooh. who kicks off a show in the new year. Um, so, yeah, he's, um, he's doing well. He's still in the business, which is bloody good. It no, lasted no. longer than me, which is good. Um, anyway, so St. Alice, this what day? So we possibly come down? Uh, this this Friday, the 10th, and
3: then the 23rd as well. The 23rd will be crazy in town. Like, everyone will be finishing work. It'll be mental. Oh, very
0: good. And what about, sorry, in your day job, you're doing traffic management. Is that literally, like, the traffic?
3: Yeah, so I'm the general manager for a traffic management company in Auckland.
0: Oh, shit, because I was driving through Albany, um, and there is... These, they're, they're pulling up the road so this is, this, is this the part where you blame me
3: for you being late home No, 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 this, no. This, this is all I get if I go out for a beer like oh what do you do for work oh it's your fault you did this yeah. you did that
0: they yeah, shut exactly. the bloody motorway and then on the way down to this like the Albany you know there's a long stretch from the Albany village up to the, the motorway tonight it's being blocked off but it was really cool because they got this big machine that looks like a dinosaur, which is chewing up the road and then spinning yeah. it into another big truck, which I thought, yeah oh, man, that's cool. Yeah. They've got all the traffic management guys and their big trucks putting the cones out, putting that sign out and, yeah. and making it all happen. they got the walkie-talkies going. You know what? I reckon I love the fact that New Zealand is working at night. Remember they used to work like, oh, let's start at 9 or 6 in the yeah. morning and then, yeah, uh, Sydney had it the right idea when they do stuff overnight very
3: good yeah a f- funny story about that uh in a bar with my job i had an experience in a, in a bar once and someone asked me what i did for a job and i told yeah. them and i said oh we, we've done round the bays and this is this and she's oh yeah when i was it around the bays, someone towed my car and i said like, yeah it was me yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> why is that though i mean what what happens remember we used to have groove in the park right and they said come yeah. on down and then people would park in the park, not on the grass. I'm saying they will take legal parks, but they'd still get ticketed. And I'm just thinking, Auckland City puts on all these great events, but likes to tow people all the time.
3: Uh, a lot of so, for example, for say around the bays, it's a safety mm. thing, so oh, you okay. can't have cars on course. So you've got say, for example, thirty-five to forty thousand people coming down the road, yep. and grandma's parked her car there, and mm. she's trying to leave. That's a, it's a, most of the time, it's a it's a safety related thing to. Because moving moving vehicles and humans don't really mix well.
0: Okay, fair enough. Oh well, there must be some money in it. I reckon there's big money in it. Do these guys? These are private companies, eh? It's good. Like the council. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's making some big time cash in traffic management. It's just it's non-stop roadworks. What's the deal? Does the council have to use up money before it expires, or they have to give it back? Or uh, so a lot of
3: the major contractors, will have uh, contracts with council, and they'll have a, a term and a dollar value put put to that. So that's wavering now and then. There's the squeeze. Oh, it's shit. Let's spend all our money mm. before the next contract, because if we don't spend it all when the next contract comes around, oh, you guys run the budget last year. We'll give you this.
0: all right right. Okay. So. Just because there's another road uh, that goes out to Beachland uh, <laughs> I do, I'm not responsible for everything Tane well, okay? how, how can this our road constant never be fixed what is this like it, it, it has constant road work so I'm like oh my god
3: have you, ever, have you ever stopped and asked them what they're doing
0: Oh, well, they're doing nothing. They're sitting on the side of the road with walking toys. Or sitting down. Maybe, with- that, maybe, that, maybe that's why they're always there. They're just chilling. Yeah. they're just the lads oh. are just. There's a good
3: local bakery, and the, the yeah. lads are just just having a pie, maybe a lover pie, and a nap.
0: You know, yeah, like exactly. There yeah. it is. Well, yeah. hey, nice talking to you, mate. Have a great weekend, you too, um, sir. A great catch up, and I'll, I'll see you in the flesh very soon. Cool, see you, mate. Bye. All right, see you soon, Tim Richards, everybody. Um, and that is pretty much the show. Just before we leave, I'd like to invite uh, everybody's favorite fact checker back. Uh, Benny Mac, um, there you go. That is my show. That's uh, what I did tonight. So, um, wow. yeah,
1: Huge show. And um, you know what really gets my goat is when these bloody traffic management type uh, tell you that, uh, that safety is always a, a huge concern. But you know, it's just a bloody revenue gathering exercise. (laughs) Safety is always a fucking excuse. Yeah. And um, you know, they're always trying to just, you know, do mediocre work. And um, they're just, and then, and then for the last quarter, they're just rushing to hit budget caps. Yeah. And uh, it really gets my goat, you know?
0: My thing is that, especially when they pick on one road that's the main road in and out of this fucking <laughs> place, right? And it, it's always been worked on. It's never finished. And then it, it's like six times a year. They, they have to redo the road. It's like,
1: oh, Tell me about least. it. Man, yeah. from 10 till 11, we're going to be talking smack with Benny Mac right here on the broadcast. You don't have to go anywhere. Stay exactly where you are. I'll take care of everything. You know, it, sound, it reminded me a bit of um, Tony Soprano. When you asked him what he did and he said traffic management, it sounded a bit like waste management, you know? Uh, but this one involves trafficking. Um, ah, Yeah. So, right. <sighs> Cool. Yeah, you know, it's a very abstract sort of explanation of what you do for a gig. Anyway, I guess I shouldn't exactly berate uh, the guests, but um, <laughs> he was a good guy, hey. top He's a good guy. guy. Uh, This
0: is our last uh, Wednesday night uh, this year, so uh, we finished the show up on Saturday, everybody. Um, So do uh, get your fill. Don't stick around. We've got uh, some viewers on there. Stick around for Benny Mac. Uh, Big thanks to Selena, our producer, for putting the show together tonight. Uh, Sophia, back tomorrow, everybody. Benny Mac to follow. Very good evening to you.
1: I'm talking uh, smack uh, with Benny Mac Uh, man. Oh man. We are bringing you another hour. Wow. Another whole damned hour of the broadcast and you can get involved easily. All you have to do is uh, check out the link in the chat. It's right there and uh, it's available for you right now. So, um, Yep, get involved, uh, do what you've got to do and make it happen. This is uh, your brother Benny Mack, and tonight we are going to be talking smack. All right, now my green screen uh, was supposed to be working. I spoke to the uh, studio technician. He said, restart... The emulator uh, the confabulator, and they said it should go first time, every time. Uh, so yes, my name is Benny Mack, and we are talking absolute smack tonight. What are the topics you want to talk about? What are the topics that are relevant, relative, or uh, irrespective, uh, or uh, irritating you? What are the what are those uh, topics that are really getting? On your nerves, um, or what are you really enjoying? What are you really enjoying? Drop some uh, suggestions in the chat. Tina Aroha, tuning in from reopen.nz. Is that where you're? Um, is that where you're tuning in on the broadcast there from Tina Aroha uh, on Facebook? Uh, one of our uh, one of our sites, aren't you? You're tuning in on um, a brilliant uh, community actually, uh, one of our hubs. Now this uh, is a unique broadcast because right now uh, we've got to be conscious of where we're broadcasting because we are broadcasting across multiple platforms uh, on uh, Live, on Martin Bradbury's Facebook, on, uh, on YouTube, on Facebook, on uh, the daily blog. Thank you for coming in from the daily blog. We see you there and we appreciate you and your time uh, on the Thane Kirby Facebook page. Uh, don't think you're going unnoticed. We see and appreciate you uh, very much. Okay. Tina Aroha is now on YouTube and I believe she is watching on the, what page are you watching on there? Uh, Tina Aroha because we've got people on uh, YouTube watching on Talkback with Thane and Sophia. So if, if you are watching on YouTube right now, I implore you for getting involved and in doing that thing. Um, or if you're on Facebook, do do your damnedest because YouTube and Facebook seems to be going off right now. Uh, and if you're on Twitch, I see you over there on the Talkback, back Thane Sophia channel welcome on board everybody we appreciate you for getting uh down the link's actually right there Uh, a clickable link if you would prefer a a easily clickable link you can go to youtube and uh is this is that is that the link Uh, bennymac.com forward slash uh, or forward slash bennymac (laughs) youtube.com forward slash benny mac check it out uh see if it works if it doesn't work just type it into the damned search bar okay and and then click channel look for it we've got a promo video i'm going to play the little thing why won't you subscribe Why? So, once again, we're doing live interactive chat. Talk back if you want. If not, we're going to start trolling the internet. We're going to do what we do. Uh, what is happening in the world today? Hmm. Let me look in the chat, see if anyone's got any suggestions or anything that they want to uh, discuss uh, this evening. Uh, We're going to actually, I'm going to cross over to a live picture. Here we go uh, from Twitter. What's, uh, I don't know if you guys ever do this, but what I like to do is I like to go into twitter.com, log in, and then figure it out, and, and basically go into trending. And, and Twitter is kind of like um, built as a system can gauge what's happening what's being discussed so I'm just going to cross over to explore it's one of the tabs there and I'm going to now share the screen just bear with me as we go into the system and uh, access here we go boom I believe we've got access let's just check here I'm just going to check through Bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you. All right, all right. Here we go. So we're on Twitter right now. And um, so what is happening on Twitter today? Well, I'm going to explore Twitter today. And the first thing that comes up is this Netflix um, dealio with uh, Jennifer Lawrence And man, oh, man, um, I'm led to believe by the headline that she is heavily pregnant. So congratulations to Jennifer Lawrence. She's going to be a beautiful, stunning um, mother. And are you telling me that, that the father is Leo DiCaprio? Because if it is, man, oh, man, should we click the link? Should we click the link? We can go back to it. Um, the ashes who's interested in uh, the ashes 2122 England and Australia looks like the match has been postponed Germany Christmas who would have thought that who was expecting the damn match to be postponed um, I sure was damned <laughs> I sure wasn't I, and frankly uh, formula one what about formula one guys? Who's into their Formula One? Schumacher is trending. Um, What do we got here? The 62 year old ex Ferrari race uh, Carlos Reutemann tested that at uh, Fiorano, the F1 car that Michael Schumacher had just driven to World Championship success that past season.
2: Hmm.
1: Okay, so uh, yeah, it's not entirely uh, it's not entirely clear what exactly history. This is sort of, I guess this is uh, Formula One history, guys.
4: Michael that didn't work. That didn't work, Michael.
2: You hit the wrong part of him, my friend. Just a few corners to go round the left hander.
1: Sorry the team about the, the loud um, audio there. And he does it. Let him through. Haggard and he's going to win. David
3: Coulthard goes second. And Jack Meul. Hang Look, Jack Meulner is right up behind the
1: Ferrari. We need to take the lead in the race and the world championship. Very intense.
2: Meulner is all over him. Look, he's going. Just a few <laughs> corners to go round the left hander. Micka, bigger, Micka
1: bigger Hackett can see that victory beckoning him, and he does it. He's let him through. Hackett is going to win. David Coulthard goes second, and Jack Hillner settles for first place. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Wild stuff happening there, obviously. Uh, a bit of history, uh, a bit of motorsport history. Formula One. I don't know if any of you have ever. Uh, ever attended a Formula One race, but I can imagine, man, oh, man, the uh, the adrenaline would be cranking. Okay, uh, well, on that note, it seems as if we have got our uh, first official caller of the evening and uh, an important caller it is. And uh, some would call him um, merely a... Uh, a, a gentleman with far too much time on his hands, but other people would call him a special guest. And here he is. It is Hayden. Welcome on board, my guy. What's happening? You're Nick of the Woods.
5: Yeah, yeah. You know, I had to laugh when you said. Um gentleman with far too much time on his hands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I
1: know I know it's a good show, but it's not that good. Um no, <laughs> no but seriously, I appreciate you for mm-hmm. taking the time out of your busy schedule to get involved with the broadcast. And um I don't think it doesn't go unnoticed. I mean, that front end of the show, uh, it was raining at set off tits off. Um, right about now sort of we brought it down to a more manageable level. <laughs> and um you, you so you're doing well, you're getting into the sort of the season spirit of the whole um you know, season.
5: <laughs> yeah, man. I, I I I love the hot weather more than the, the cold day.
1: Eh? Yeah, you're more of a um, you're more of a beach than a um, monsoon kind of guy.
5: It's just, it's just you've just got so much more time to be outside and to meet people and stuff.
1: Yeah, there's sort of a lot more hours in the day, aren't there? Because in wintertime, of course, the uh, sun sets around 4.35 p.m. And
5: Mate, when time. I was living in London, it would be like 3 o'clock, and it would get dark.
1: Yeah, it's bizarre, that, isn't it? And, Sorry, guys, um, I just had a bit of um, natural honey. And um, <laughs> that was just to keep my energy up for this seg- segment in the show. I needed a little bit of... Um, help from my fairy friends, uh, the bee, the honeybee.
5: Did you, um, did you see that picture of Madonna's bum? Oh
1: my God. Didn't you just want to gobble it up? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see the picture of Madonna's bum. What's the story? You tell me the story, my guy. I was just trying to go with oh, a shock and awe reaction.
5: You you have to, you have to look it up, man. Madonna's she's, bum. she's like halfway under the bed. So basically her ass and her legs are coming out of the bed.
1: Yeah, copy that, um, my guy. Yeah, go on, you know, elaborate. And, <laughs> elaborate.
5: It's just like, and it's just like, why the fuck would you post that up?
1: Apparently it's the tightest, uh, some of these people are saying it's the tightest ass that they've ever seen on a 52-year-old <laughs> woman. Um, we, we're going to bring some of these comments <laughs> up right now. Because, I mean, I haven't even seen the booty yet, but I mean, I know it's just one tab away, but this is the way people react. While in the gym today working out and watching um, the foot bum of the girl, um, okay, Madonna's ass. Um,
5: yeah, look at the picture. Have yeah, a look at the actual it, yeah, picture. <laughs> no, nah, it's uh, not that one, bro. She's underneath a, she's underneath a beard. She's under a bed and um, her ass is sticking out. Yeah, no problem.
1: We're going to do that for you. We can actually make that. Oh, here we go. Is it that one there?
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, what's the story with that, buddy?
5: Exactly. <laughs> Are we allowed to show that on here? Oh, there's worse on Instagram.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um... <laughs> Oh, extraordinary times that we live in I mean a do- a Madonna's been a, a, a whorish woman for uh, for generations
5: exactly and it's I mean, like
1: it's just um, part of the course with her isn't it
5: yeah but you've got to look at it and she's gone to somebody hey this is a good idea for a picture I'm going to get under the bed yeah. just with my ass showing with my legs open wide can you take a photo?
1: Extraordinary. Extraordinary f- um, vision, amazing image. I see the photography there. The director of photography's done well. The lighting, of course. And um, thematically, it tells a story of a, um, a cheap whore that's been disposed of poorly under a... Uh, a a bed there in a room but um it confuses to me as as, is what she's trying to um perceive in the image however it seems as if it's um it's effective because i mean we're talking about it now my guy so uh she has uh, would you
5: would you still tap it or
1: i think that's a highly objectionable question and uh, my wife would not appreciate me. Uh, <laughs> my, my wife would not appreciate that. But um, I mean, I don't know what she was doing under there. Maybe she had something under there. It was kind of, a, it looks to me as if it was, it was one of those candid behind the scenes uh, moments where maybe she dropped something. Maybe she dropped a ring or an earring or something. Yeah, She's probably link. looking
5: for a case. She's probably Got looking a for a keys. case. <laughs>
1: That could be the case. She might have been actually cleaning. You know, like a lot of people like to put out put out a good image before they try and, uh, you know, like I clean the place here. As you can see, we try to put out a good image. Maybe she was trying to clean under the bed, and the photographer got a bit um, snappy with the Polaroid and managed to um, snap out a quick box shot.
5: She's like, I knew I put that fishing rod that I bought off trade me somewhere. I'm i I'm sure it's under here. Um <laughs> Don't take a yeah, picture well, of us while I'm looking for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's sort of it's interesting. It's kind of like the um the way that her legs are sort of um resting like that looks like she's almost fallen um off the side of a building and hit the the sidewalk or something. Hmm. <laughs> Very <laughs> okay, exotic.
5: Okay,
1: so um so we are uh, taking your feedback right now uh, in the live chat, and um, I've actually got someone here on um, on the chat trying to sell us followers. No, we're not. We're not trying to buy followers, my guy. Um, is my green screen? Does my green screen seem to be working, or is it lagging too much? It's working now. Yeah. yeah.
5: It's lagging a little bit.
1: How about it's right good. now?
5: Boom. Like Boom. right now it's good.
1: Boom. Okay. We're going to, we're going to work with what we've got right now. It's like a place a a... Yeah. It's like, a, it's like this library thing, you know, it's a grand library here. We're just trying to, um, yeah, we're just trying to, you know, spread knowledge, <laughs> share knowledge. Um, So we're going to actually go back over to Twitter because what I'm going to do is get away from this image here just so that we don't get uh, completely restricted. But um, some pretty interesting stuff happening on Twitter. I'm going to bring it up like that. Can you see what I see? Um, What's next on the list? Um, Kim Kardashian. Well, we don't really follow that. Sort of news. Uh,
5: why would, why would William, Schumacher? Why would Schumacher be trending?
1: Uh, some some uh, amazing race in history. They played back a race from history from uh, twenty years ago or something. We we had a look at it previously. We just watched it mm-hmm. earlier on the show. Uh, Ibermectin is trending in New Zealand again. I wonder why. Um, and what about this Drake? has withdrawn his 2021 Grammy nominations. Uh, what do you reckon, man?
5: Does anyone really watch the Grammys anymore? Uh, I mean, I, I
1: think they're still pretty pretty important. And um, I think that they do get quite a good viewership. I think it might be the Emmys that maybe doesn't do as well. Or the, the uh, thing is, uh, with like the
5: Grammys, the they got too many, too many categories. Now. Yeah. So yeah. Like I mean, you're, young-
1: you're right. I mean, it is out of control. Well, I got the inside scoop on this one, man. It's because of the Astro World, um, the Astro World ship, because he was partying oh. with Travis Scott that night.
5: <laughs> I don't. I don't think you're right.
1: What is that, man?
5: Cuz I heard it was because The Weeknd didn't get nominated.
1: Oh, come on, man. The Weeknd? Do you think Drake cares about the The Weeknd?
5: That's why he's not going to the Grammys.
1: Okay, should we should we look into the article and see what the article says? Yeah. I mean, I could be completely wrong. Um. Duh, 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 duh. Yeah, it says his motivation is unclear at the time that's what they're telling us uh, and quite frankly I, I could care less about this guy you know quite frankly his his life and his um, his uh, situation really is irrelevant <laughs> it's quite irrelevant
5: uh, but yeah it's, it's a competition between us it's like is it because of Travis Scott or is it because of the weekend
1: um, that's a good good question I could actually google why it actually no uh, I mean you know I think we're going to have to move on man because this guy's irrelevant right now to me um, I could care less for, for, <laughs> I could care less um, I'm just going to do a skim read here I'm just going to skim um, was this Joe Rogan this is Joe Rogan. I saw this in Joe Rogan's incest story. I can't comply because I want it to end. It's because you comply that it will never end. Okay, well, that's, that's an opinion for sure. And, um,
5: yeah. Man, that, that, that one where you had um, recap Dave on two different, three different cameras the other day. <laughs> oh.
1: Did you see him last night? He was, he was being all right right troublemaker last
5: night he's
1: crack up yeah. man oh yeah, yeah he's prolific he is prolific and um so it seems like his What what's this matariki is trending so what's that telling you um rangi holidays oh wow so look, apparently simon luxton called matariki mata you know rangi It's was Matarangi. you know? Marariki, (laughs) you know, holidays. That's cool. Let's see if we can find it. Um,
5: When is Marariki? Like, what, what, what? I thought it was supposed to be November.
1: Yeah, I think that Luxon talked about it, but um, really fucked up the way he said it he's a bit of a simple he's a bit of a, a, a thicker you know, like John was you know like, I think the best for New Zealand like just the way that they, they talk just absolute inbreds really I mean rich but very inbred
5: yeah well he's out my way man he's like botany he's like the botany um, botany oh devil.
1: is he oh yeah. no shit makes a lot of sense um, a lot of people out those ways. And money, quite a bit of money out there, my isn't there?
5: <laughs> oh, yeah, there's massive <laughs> money out in botany. <laughs> isn't there? It's a bit, a bit of... <laughs> no, botany, there, botany's you know. like flatbush, uh, flat you know, like Murphy's Bush. Have you ever yeah, seen the stories I mean, they, keep
1: putting, thing, they keep putting, like, like suburb and after
5: suburb after suburb out there, don't they? Yeah, fucking Flatbush it's like edge of town. Flatbush now they got Ormiston, now they got everything like it's building up That's hardcore, but That's
1: what I'm saying.
5: Have you heard about Murphy's Bush?
1: Um Murphy? Who's Murphy,
5: mate? Murphy's Bush is a it's a place if you want to go cruising
1: Oh mate, okay. Please elaborate.
5: So I didn't know this.
1: Feel free to elaborate.
5: I didn't know that it was that kind of place. So after work one day, I thought I'm going to go for a bush I'm going to go. To this. I'm going to go to this place because uh, I've heard about it. And so I was walking around and stuff, and um, I got to this clearing. Yeah, right. And there was a dude at a picnic table with sunnies on, which I fed at six o'clock at night, (laughs) just kind of like staring at me. Okay. Big big islander guy. uh, Big islander guy. Wow. um, Huge islander. Yeah. And um, so I did, I did a mash walk. I didn't see anyone on the on the trail at all. <laughs> no, because I was like, it was my first time in there. I didn't know what the fuck. Like there was seriously, I was like, what the fuck? It's kind of weird. Spooky. Did did my, did my walk about forty five minutes. I didn't see person on the on the trail. And. Um, It was kind of weird. It was a weird feeling while you're doing the whole thing, and then got back same place. Two dudes behind me, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, finally people." And then I keep walking, and I'm like, "Oh, I'll try this track." It's like off the off down there, and then I was I turned around, and the dude fucking following me. And I keep walking, keep walking, and I'm like, dude, no, that um, I've I've gone the wrong. Like I'm I'm definitely not on the track. And he's like, always following me, and I was like, this is sketchy as fuck, man. And, and, um, and then I um, looked it up on the. <laughs> so they
1: were creeping. You were walking around, and they were like walking around behind you and following you around and shit.
5: Yeah, yeah. and then I was like, like "Oh, I'm gonna die go by going off the track." <laughs>
1: oh no! And so he said, "Which was the worst thing." is <laughs> the worst. That's fucking <laughs> hilarious. So, what happened? Did he push on the, the worst ground something? Like I could have done. Jesus. And was this the Big Islander?
5: He just kept walking further walking to the bush and I was like. like
1: <laughs> Hang on, mate.
5: Was three
1: hang on buddy hang on buddy we've, we've just got a slide
5: slight... <laughs> <And laughs> keep work, walking into the bush and turning around
1: okay well i i missed i missed a lot of that audio um cut out just then uh but you seem traumatized by the experience
5: <laughs> yeah, because I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is this why is this dude following me into the bush? Like, what's he gonna do? And then when I got home, I googled Murphy's Bush <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, it all yeah. makes sense. People are being arrested. Yeah, it's, arrested there. Creepy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a yeah, place so for like men cruising. It's quite. <laughs> So like, the further yeah, into the, the bush I the was going, the more hornier they were getting because they were like, this dude wants it. <laughs> the rapier the rapier that they'd become. Now, <laughs> Cause um, I, and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, the further into the bush I was going, why the fuck <laughs> did they keep following me? But the more into the bush I went, the more hornier they were getting.
1: And you didn't even know where you were going, hey, bro?
5: I was like fuck I just came out for a bushwalk on bush walk on a so, Tuesday. Wh- wh- what
1: what happened? How did you get how did you get away from them?
5: I had to jump the fence. <laughs> <into>
1: <laughs> what
5: like a farm into the fence? residential into the residential area.
1: <laughs> well, into someone's backyard or something.
5: Nah, like part of it goes off to you on the right
1: hand side so yeah oh man that's horrifying um yeah man well that's uh that's very that's very terrifying for you and uh, we thank you for sharing that with us um, I'm gonna bring Selena in if she's ready I'm sure she'd have a couple of questions for you regarding oh actually uh now she's she's backstage it doesn't seem like her cameras firing up um yeah Maybe sh- should we bring her through? It looks like she's, it's working now. Uh, audio check. How are you going with the audio?
4: Audio's fine.
1: Yeah, cool. Now, um, a- have you had any advice for Hayden? Um, well, he went walking at a scenic reserve and he was almost abducted and molested by a, uh, a gentleman. Or well, maybe he wasn't quite so gentle.
4: Oh really Hayden I don't even know what you say is true Brother hmm?
1: Man, She's come on here She's come on here with a bit of an attitude Tonight I oh,
4: yeah, uh, wonder well, uh, where I got that from I wonder where I got that from buddy <laughs> Hayden uh, Yeah No no Hayden Stop with the derogatory talk I've had enough I'm going to cut you from this broadcast You keep that up Okay, young who
1: man? You, who are you talking up. to?
4: I'm talking to Hayden.
1: What's he, what about? derogatory talk do you, are you talking about?
4: Uh, just rewind. You think you can get away with it? You think it's good for, for ratings? No, it's not. So stop it. Um, okay?
1: What about I'm him kidding. saying that he went for a bushwalk and he got followed no,
4: by some guys? no. Even before that, I'm sick of it. Don't.
1: Don't. Okay, well you're gonna you're gonna need to elaborate because this isn't making very good um, broadcast, you
5: know. Oh well yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. I'll see you soon then. Madonna's huh? bum. Was it Madonna's bum or Oh
1: was it Madonna's bum,
5: um, yeah. Selena. <laughs> She's not happy about Madonna's bum.
1: Honestly, is that
4: uh, no, it's a consistency that Hayden has and he thinks of it's what? funny. It's not funny the way you talk about females you do not know who's listening okay you do not know what triggers you could be causing people so stop so it. that
1: means so that means we can't have a conversation and we have to consider what other people yeah. think oh, when we have yeah. you just anything.
4: you just think that males are talking you...
1: okay well i don't need that frankly and
5: um <laughs> wow. I don't think I wow, said anything dude. Too bad. It's
1: right? amazing, eh, what people think that they can how they people think they can um <laughs> <laughs> shit. <Was> it... <laughs> That's it. I mean like honestly, like have a conversation but don't tell me what to think, eh?
4: I'm not telling you what to think. I'm just calling you guys out. Okay. Well, it's about yeah, my daughter's bar. You're, job
1: gonna, as well. you're okay. gonna cancel
4: no, us now. No, I'm not canceling anyone.
5: No, oh, cancel
1: us. We're ready. Ooh. We're so ready for you to cancel us and come in here and cancel us.
5: Yeah. There's yeah, a picture. She put the picture out there herself, Selena.
4: I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Madonna's butt. yeah, well, she's had implants. I don't I wasn't actually listening to in every word that you said since you logged on, Hayden, because I know that you're very um, triggering. You're trying to hype People up in the wrong way. It's very annoying. You're causing us a lot of stress. Okay, I've got enough stress on my own. Okay, try and run this fucking show. Okay, fuck.
5: There's one of your mates. Wow. Murphy's bush. Oh my or... god. Oh my god.
1: Um, <laughs> what's that, bro?
5: Is one of her friends like go to Murphy's bush all the time, or?
1: I've got no idea. Uh, um, <laughs> I've got no idea. Anyway, um, totally triggered um, by the broadcast. and um, I don't think
5: any said anything too bad.
1: No, nah, don't worry about it. We're going to move right along. We were talking about matariki. Uh, we were keeping everything moving, um, that's for sure. And um, talking about um, having enough problems of your own. You now, keep it to yourself. And, um, well, so yeah, when is, is, what's that, mate? What's that? When, when,
5: is, it, when is, um, when is Mariki
1: Oh, I've got no idea, mate. I've got no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something to do with, um, Maori New Year, isn't it?
5: Yeah, so it might be the early episodes. New because I think the Maori New Year is like, after hours, like after, like in January or something.
1: Now, um, these vaccine passports are causing a lot of uh, a lot of people <laughs> a lot of stress, aren't they?
5: Man? I, I never thought I'd, I'd I'd get so someone so angry about talking about. Madonna's bum think, and, and I, I
1: honest, To be honest I don't even know if that was it I just don't think she likes you It's like she's It's like Honestly bro she's actually She's actually told me before like don't put me on With him she's got like a personal <laughs> Grudge with you man and, Oh really um, what,
5: what? I, thought I, I thought we got along Like,
1: Nah dude um, She's got a personal grudge with you and, Oh really um, he doesn't want to be on with you. That's sort of why I was sort of um, trying to stall earlier. And um, you know, I never I mean, said
5: anything we come up her. many topics
1: mm-hmm. here. A lot of it is satirical. So if people are taking us um, mm-hmm. for face value, of course, it's all in jest. And it um,
5: seems weird to me. I don't know. I've never, I, I don't think I've ever said anything bad about her. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Well take that and take that on board and still do the same shit.
1: (laughs) I think there was something in my drink. (laughs) I think there was something in my drink. I don't know what it was, but, um, that's all right. Well, um, there is a lot going on, and these passports. I mean, um, have you had to scan your one? How are you getting on?
5: Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I got a haircut, as you can see. So I had to, I had to oh, scan good. it for my, um, for my haircut.
1: How much was the men's haircut?
5: It was thirty-two.
1: Ah, uh-huh, thirty-two.
5: You're not bad but I, but I wasn't too happy with it like she, she nah. was just kind of like it took her like 10 minutes and I was like oh, yeah right you could have
1: one I, of those I, ones eh
5: yeah I Hang like to go to men's a men's barbers but because I've been working um longer yeah. when I finish work they're all closed
1: <laughs> I know what you mean
5: Cause they, yeah, cause they're 25 bucks, but they kind of like, they take about 25, 30 minutes. And, yeah. um, I still feel like in a couple of weeks I'll need another one. Cause it's not like she did, she didn't do, she didn't even show me the mirror when you see the back of the of your head.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> She's trying to do like a contactless service. Maybe she doesn't want to suck your, uh, yeah. Maybe she doesn't want to. Maybe they're telling them like they're just saying. Look, usually we usually we drag these haircuts out and try to be be nice, but now we've got to cut all of Auckland in in three weeks. Um, Exactly. Exactly. No nicety. Treat it like a um, a garden hedge, and just don't cut the ears off. If you don't cut the ears off, you're good to go. It doesn't matter how it looks. Um, exactly, must be, it must be costing them thousands of, of dollars in in, in in garbage bags. You know those big black sacks. They must be piling yeah. up with human hair out the back.
5: But I but I kind of sympathise with them because they haven't been out of work for so long. They have, yeah. So they, they were shut down until basically a week or two ago.
1: You know what, you could buy um, a pair of um, really, really good um, uh, battery rechargeable clippers on Aliexpress, learn how to cut your own hair, it's not as hard as you'd think, and um, it cost you about 35 bucks, that's what I've chosen to do, I mean look at my hair, it looks really, 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 and you know, I can do the whole the whole cranium with one item. There's no traveling involved. There's no after hours. There's women that are <laughs> trying item. to rush you or tell you how to look or what to think. Um, it's a free that's why,
5: that's why I like it, Benny. It's one item.
1: It's one item. <laughs> uh, but it's one item but with many accessories, and that's sort of, you know, I think that's what women are all about, aren't they, accessorizing? As long as you've got enough um, bits and pieces uh, you can make it work um, there's a few things here I mean there's a race related topic which I'm not gonna I'm not gonna discuss that um, oh the u.s boycotting um, the, the 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 China winter Olympics did you hear about that at all
5: yeah I saw that on the news yesterday
1: you did oh good <laughs> yeah I thought that was kind of interesting I mean um, we're not selling, sending well, let me just move this screen we're not sending any delegation out over there either um, but we're, we're, we're playing the COVID card, we're playing it carefully, we're not getting political on it, we're, we're, we're playing the COVID card and I mean I think um, tactically that's very wise um, but um, Uh, On a humanitarian kind of weeks,
5: Winter Olympics is all good, man, but it doesn't compare to the actual Olympics. No, but it's got magic.
1: Uh, Not for uh, you, uh, but for some people it does. And um, for the competitors it does. Yeah, uh,
5: because I couldn't believe the Americans and a lot of the Amer- they actually like the Winter Olympics more than the normal Olympics.
1: The Amer- oh, the Winter Olympics got a real magic to it, mate. It's got some su- superb um, sports, and it's uh, it's really does showcase uh, ability and agility. Oh, I mean things like skiing through the mountains and um, shooting, and 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 um, of course any of the downhill or the ski jumping. It's all, all very very spectacular. It's a very spe- much a spectacle, and then of course you've got the toboggan. Well, that now. one where
5: you what's that one where they run on the skis for and then cross country skiing and then be down the hill cross country
1: yeah I think that's what it's <laughs> yeah. called and uh, um, I mean that's kind of that's kind of I think that's uh, developed from uh, exercise training in the war
5: which is pretty cool exactly uh, and it's good to see that Switzerland are doing well on that one yeah <laughs>
1: okay so um yep so the chinese warns that the u.s will pay a price for boycotting the winter olympics uh what do you think that price is going to be trade more trade uh more trade in economic uh issues it's i guess it's,
5: it's, it's all to do with the current country, so to do with the China, 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 yeah, the Trump, Trump was trying to do it for years because uh, um, China was always devaluing their currency. That's how they're getting all the uh, people. People are people are trying to say for years, like, like your currency is worth way more than what it sells for, and that's how they're fucking. Yeah,
1: Roger, that.
5: Because everyone
1: in
5: is just buying all their shit from China.
1: That's right. Yeah, there's a there's there's a. Uh... Yeah, it's quite interesting to watch these two go at each other right now, isn't it? Uh yeah, what will China do in retaliation?
5: Probably Uh, just just keep Um, it like that.
1: Our apologies, Joe Ford. Uh we had some slight uh technical issues there. Um Yeah, I think it's because um, I had the Twitter feed running through the system It was causing Hayden to break up a bit there. Uh, could you just reiterate what you were just saying there, if you don't mind? Uh, part of that was lost, I believe.
5: So America and China have been fighting for years because America has always been trying to get China to devalue their currency because the currency is worth less than it actually should be so all the countries america and and basically all the countries buy all this shit from china because it's cheaper where they've actually got strong economic growth but they're trying to keep their currency low so that people still buy shit from there so america's been trying for years that's why they've been fighting with china for years because the china's just getting all their business from america because americans don't want to buy american made because they can get it for way cheaper in china because of the price
1: yeah and then there's trouble when there's supply chain shortages and uh international trading sanctions and things like that come involved then the Americans start scrambling they start thinking shit maybe we should start building some factories and doing our own thing because China's totally running the show as far as production goes and cheap labor and uh, well China's had enough, they've pretty much kicked the West out Um, they're running their own shit now
5: yeah well Donald Trump was actually one of the dudes that kept was trying to change that?
1: That's right. Now, Trump had huge issues with China and the way that China was running things. And um, I mean, now you're seeing Biden saying, um, look, China, change your ways. Uh, this human, um, well, it's genocide. They're describing it as a damned genocide. Have you heard that much, my guy? about the the Uyghur population
5: no they're, they're, they've got massive wars going on eh, between the two of them and then then there's that weird shit with the tennis player now the tennis players come out
1: yeah 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 ping 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 uh, Lee or something like that
5: Lee Ping yeah and, and then people are like hey man like where the fuck is she? like? seriously, because everyone's known China's been corrupt for years, but
1: Very concerning. Yeah. Very concerning indeed. And but they've, um,
5: they've become more of a superpower in the last sort of five to ten years. They've taken over America, like they're more powerful than America.
1: Joe Ford in the chat, um, we've got a comment. Let's bring it up on the screen. This is an interactive talkback, so what you say in the chat, we can bring it right here up on the console. This has been China's plan for a long time to be the biggest supplier, so everyone is relying on them. Mm. They've become very fast at being able to uh, duplicate and replicate products. Very incredible what they're doing, and also like high tech technology. I mean, China is leading uh, the, the 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 charge uh, with electric cars, absolutely dominating the market.
5: And not only yeah, well, that's the that's the business that I'm in. Um, car sales, and and yeah, you definitely see it with with China recently, but South Korea before China pretty much took over the car industry with what they could do with the prices and what kind of quality you could get with Hyundai and Kia sort of five to ten years ago. Right. they bought yes, all it. the um. They bought all the guys from BMW and Audi to work for them.
1: Makes a lot of sense, and um, <laughs> yeah, they're doing it. And and their drone technology is really really good.
5: But I mean, it's like, it's it's kind of in a way, it's good for New Zealand for China to be strong, like for um. For Asia, because we're close to that, it's better for us.
1: Yeah, I mean, China's been a godsend. I've um, <clears throat> I've been buying a bunch of stuff off AliExpress, and
5: um, I just don't like all the fake shit. You know,
1: I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with um, with with a high quality um, replica item. I think it's 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 good market competition. I think that a lot of car parts have been overpriced for a long time, and then having a good good access to um, affordable non-OEM car parts is a real real good thing. And even like watches, like this this watch here. This is a very very good uh, imitation Casio uh, watch. Oh
5: yeah, we I got the we see the Rolexes and stuff. And yeah, you well, can not tell them apart. Like I put I put a fake Rolex next to my mates. A guy I used to work with. He had a real Rolex. You put the fake one next to the real one. The only difference was the weight. And then I mean, this but one's the thing a, is
1: this is a really, really nice, nice watch. And yeah. um, it's just like the classic um the classic Casio. Um, and it's really well-constructed as well, and it's waterproof. You can wear it in the spa, the sauna. It's cheap. You can get the Valley Express, and they've got all cool colorways. Like this one's black and gold. You can get black ones, gold ones, silver ones. You can get the traditional cheap ones with just the plastic ones with the rubber straps, uh, blue, anything. They're very... They're good. They're good. They're a great kids' watch, a first watch, even a watch for like grandparents and things like that. Um, that they're, they're, it's a hard see, um, watch.
5: It's a good buy. Yeah, I mean, with that kind of stuff, it's like um, right. it's all I mean, good for for us and stuff. But I'm talking about the US. The US is having a major issue with China because. They're not making anything in America anymore.
1: Yeah, but I mean that that's it's an issue only now that there's this um, this these taxes and these embargoes and all these supply chain um, constraints with shipping and things like that. But before that, the Americans were laughing and it was the Chinese that were the ones that were getting thrashed. Yeah. So they have finally got the upper hand. Um to some extent. Um but there's but the Chinese uh very interesting um situations with them But I mean
5: uh I don't know if Biden it doesn't really seem like he's doing too much, eh? Like
1: Not a lot. He's asleep at the wheel effectively. He's just trying not to say a lot so that he can't be filmed um effing up over and over and over again. And uh, yeah, he's a goofy guy, and uh, m- the majority of um, the majority of people who um, who voted for them are regretting that now. That's what I hear.
5: So, uh, Joe Ford, Joe Ford, did you see his comment
1: oh, about the uh, China? Part, the Labour Party is fu- being funded by China. Yeah. um there are ties aren't there there are some sort of ties there to some, in, in, on some level I mean I, I I get I get it that there's um trade deals um yeah I wouldn't go as far to say that it's being funded by China per se uh, but a lot of countries throughout the Pacific have got deals don't they
5: what what do you think Benny What do you think, Benny, on the media in New Zealand's response to the uh, vaccine?
1: What, the media?
5: The media, like Herald, everything, like Facebook, Herald. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, all all those mainstream medias are pretty much reporting um, like fact-checked um articles that are sort of narrative stuff, right?
5: Yeah, I, so, I know, but like um
1: journalism.
5: It all it all seems to be going one way. It's like why can't they have yeah. a debate on T V one or T V three? Why can't they ha- actually have a live debate with someone who's vaxxed and who someone who doesn't want to get vaxxed and why can't they have a live debate about it?
1: Because that it goes against everything that they're trying to do with their one PM. <laughs> They've exactly. already got their TV show. They've already got their exactly. Debate. But it's it's,
5: it's just annoying because you you hear about you hear, yeah because everything uh,
1: that that's the trouble, mate. That's this is your, this is my answer. They don't want to have that discussion. They're the yeah. law. They're the they're the single source of truth. So uh, by their logic there is no debate and um, what they say goes and um, that's their logic but yeah I think it would be good to have that sort of discussion we're open to that type of discussion and um, it, it, it's often it ends up with the um, people opposed to the vaccine uh, becoming very um, wound up
5: yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like I mean I frankly. We don't am
1: fully vaccinated. More.
5: My my sisters a couple of my sisters or all of my sisters are fully vaccinated, but we still kind of feel like in a way you you were kind of forced to do it.
1: Yeah. I mean we were all um yeah i mean the population was uh not forced but uh strongly encouraged
5: yeah yeah well you strongly encouraged you, can, you can't go out and do the stuff that you want to do if you're not I and mean, sometimes you would get fired from your job
1: yep that's <laughs> it that's it and it was all very patchy wasn't it and and sketchy <clears throat> about what information was released and when. Um, they, they'd they always tell us that as soon as they knew, we'd know. Um, but it always seems that they knew sort of a couple of weeks out. And um, anyway, um, it's all new grounds, unfortunately, for us. As a, as a nation, we haven't had to really deal with any sort of airborne pathogens Yeah, yeah,
5: for sure. Like, I mean,
1: I mean, we had our measles um, outbreak. Remember that? uh, (laughs) They um, took that pretty seriously.
5: All I'm saying that is, it's there's not any option. There's not option to go. And then anyone who's not vaccinated, they kind of get so much hate from the media or someone like. Did you hear about the mayor of (laughs) Coromandel? No.
1: Well, the Corom- mayor of Coromandel is a classic case. Uh, she is not wanting to take the Pfizer VAX. She is a uh, waiting for the Novavax. And uh, she's kind of adamant that she's not going to uh, be on the Pfizer. And she wasn't even. Um, she wasn't even contact tracing. She was sort of saying, Oh, I know where I'm going, and um, I'm sure my visa will we'll, we'll show you where I've been.
5: Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Was and,
1: a good
5: and what Tina, Tina's brought up a good point. She said, Why not just have a test and show you a test instead of get? Because cause, cause that's also the thing that I was like, Oh, you're vaccinated, but it still doesn't really mean anything. You still have to get your COVID test and all that. Like, mm. it's, okay, not well, like it's, it's not like uh, yeah. you're fully vaccinated so you can just walk around like normal.
1: Let's quickly check in with Selena and see if she's alright now. Here we go. <laughs> hey, uh, how are you going at your end there, Selena?
4: So much better. Oh yeah, I just had a um I just had a facial and I had my nails done. And I'm feeling like like 100,000% better, and I just want to apologize, Hayden. I'm so sorry for being so aggressive, bitchy, but I just thought it was necessary to just bring some points forward. So, anyway, let's we'll move on. Okay, great.
1: Will you say hi to your hairdresser and your, <laughs> uh, your nail technician for us? And um, wow. She's kind of, she came through as semi-delusional there. Uh, Pretty interesting. What are your thoughts? Uh,
5: I just don't really know why she got angry in the first place. I don't think I said anything too too bad, did I? I was like, what did I say that annoyed her?
1: I don't know. But we've got someone in the chat. Maxa
5: Good to get
1: it off your chest, girl. Uh, from Maxa. Uh, so that's, uh, that's pretty good. Someone in the chat seems to know what's going on. Uh, Maxa seems happy. Hey, Maxa, call in if you want to um, have your opinion and try and tell us what's happening. Kiwi Bear Maza in the chat. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um, the vaccine, I went into a burger place today and they wanted to see the vaccine pass and um, and I showed him the little QR code and he, and he said, okay, sweet ass and um, didn't scan it or anything.
5: Yeah, it's, um, it's weird because sometimes you'll go, oh, uh, can you show us your vaccine pass and you have to find it. Yeah, and then I'm worried that if I go through my phone in front of them, they're going to see a dick pic. And yeah, <laughs> but I mean, friend. you don't
1: you, you don't have like your dick pic on your lock screen or on your on your wallpaper or anything, do you?
5: Nah, nah, I'm okay. not that.
1: So the trick, dude, what you need to do <laughs> is, um, you know, trying and, trying and to delete all those off your phone. For, for, for a starter.
5: But, but I'll, I, I want to uh, keep uh, one on secondly. there because I don't want to... Because I uh, want we'll to
1: check this. Uh, folders. Folders are really good. But secondly, uh, put your QR code as your lock screen. That's a sort of a Thane Kirby hack. You put your QR code as as your lock screen and then you don't But they can't
5: scan it. it though, can they?
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just, you just go like
5: that, you know. Because if I go to my gallery...
1: No, hang on. Let me just turn the brightness down. We're gonna wrap the show up soon, everyone, but we appreciate you all for watching and you've been awesome. We've got nine people. That's a that's a record. And um, I'm gonna lock my phone. If I can. There it is. There it is there. <laughs> yeah. And, um, um,
5: so instead you of scanning my QR code, can I just show you a dick pic? Uh,
1: <laughs> it depends who you um it depends where you're um being served at. Yeah. I mean if you're in an LGBTQ friendly uh establishment and uh or, or if you're going for a bushwalk and yeah. um someone approaches you and asks C I D and if that's what they need to see, that's what they need to see. Anyway, Hayden, uh, thanks for joining the show, man.
5: Yeah, subway subway sandwiches you need to show a dick quick.
1: <coughs> man, man, oh man, that goes out of control. Eh? And um he sure knows how to trigger people. Fucking hell. Anyway, uh this has been another broadcast of Talk Smack with Benny Mack, and thanks for tuning in everyone. We'll be back tomorrow night. <coughs>